Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning and welcome to the morning <laughs> show with Preston Scott. Great to be with you. I'm Preston. That's Grant. Show number 4841, Thursday, January the 5th, uh, day 715 of America Held Hostage. But um, no, it's, it's, it's just... Give us a few days. We'll we'll have everything back in order. And not to mention that you and I personally have been better before. <laughs> well, I yeah, I you know you you rebounded well, and then you got hit with a little something overnight again. The second wave, I don't know. I'm yeah, tired. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm getting I'm getting better. I I may not sound like it, but I have I have certainly spent a bit of time wrapped in a blanket in front of my fireplace. I'll just say that. And um, not feeling the slightest bit guilty of doing nothing but laying on my couch. Good for you. Yes, I have. After 62 years and some change of life, I have conquered all voices of ridicule for being lazy. (laughs) No, no. They carry no sway on me. I am fully able to sit on my butt and do nothing and not feel one bit bad about it. <laughs> it's taken me a while, but I can do it. Anyway, it's great to be with you this morning. Um, Steve Stewart next hour. Dr. Steve Steverson, talk about our four-legged buddies. And then Jerome Hudson joins us in the third hour from Breitbart. Lots of things to talk about with Jerome. And, of course, the big story in the press box is kind of a no-brainer. You'll know what's coming there. But uh, we were talking yesterday, Hebrews 1, how the writer of Hebrews decided to address the supremacy of God's Son. I can't help but think about how so many expressions of church elevate people. It's like, I mean, I I apologize. I don't mean to stand on people's toes, but I do mean to be correct in in theology. Saints, there's just, there's no such thing. And Hebrews addresses the supremacy of God's son, of Jesus. The writer writes for To which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you? Or again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all of God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. I could go on, but the point's made. Do not assign anything to anyone but Jesus. Don't pray to anyone but Jesus. 
10 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Spent a lot of time yesterday watching the proceedings from the U.S. House. Votes number four, five, and six. They barely had the votes to adjourn, but they did. And uh, Democrats are are laughing, having a great time with it. Eh, Who cares? Yeah. I mean, you know... And, and I'm going to share some sound by uh, Representative Lauren Boebert and Representative Byron Donald. And I understand that to many it, it, it would be appropriate to say representative-elect because every two years they get elected. They get reelected or elected and they have to be sworn back into office. And so technically there's not a one of them. That is a that's current been sworn back member in. of Congress. Yeah, I mean, so it's kind of weird. They're, they're still voting, though. Um so anyway, it's it's interesting, and C-SPAN was allowed to bring its cameras in. Normally, everything that goes on that you see on C-SPAN, that's controlled by the House or the Senate. They control the feed. They control what the cameras are looking at, and they're generally very static shots of the Speaker, um, the, that, the Speaker of the House or the Senate president, and um, or Senate Majority Leader, and then the Speaker Dias, where whoever is speaking. What was interesting is that C-SPAN, by being allowed to bring in its cameras, it was calling all the shots, and so you saw little groups of people meeting over here and talking and covering their mouth and and walking over to the side and some people listening and some and all I could think of as I watched everything was for all that the Democrats want to mock this it's because there is no outside thought tolerated by the Democrats and that's what some Republicans are trying to force and I'm shocked by some of the people that are that are behind this. Uh, it will be a point of discussion next month with Kat Kamek. I will be talking with her about her thoughts, her process, what, how she arrived at where she did with Kevin McCarthy. And she stood up and gave a nominating speech for McCarthy, I think, for the sixth vote. Um, and she did well, you know, for that. But Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know. I've been trying to, like, you would think she'd be right with the Freedom Caucus. Well, and then there's, I mean, the Freedom Caucus is divided. I know, yeah, but she she and Matt Gates have been close. She and Lauren Boebert have been close, and they're the ones that are leading the charge. But how do you, how do you get to Trump supporting Kevin McCarthy when McCarthy's been blaming Trump for January 6th? Right. And that's what, and, and you know, I, I got an email that was really pretty good, um, one of our research assistants, Rob, uh, some Twitter posts from the Wall Street Silver. Former Vice President Mike Pence just endorsed Kevin McCarthy for Speaker. I'm sure all they need now is George W. Bush and Dick Cheney to come off the sidelines. That will surely convince everyone to get behind Kevin McCarthy. Maybe a Paul Ryan endorsement will help also. Let's get the entire cast of characters from the swamp to endorse Kevin McCarthy. One happy lizard family. Maybe an endorsement from Jeb Bush or Cindy McCain would help also. 
snarky, but accurate. But yeah, absolutely, it's accurate. And and what I what I'm getting at, and trust me, I've got I know it's history segment here. There's just not much to today, so just give me a second. What I want to point out, this is how it's supposed to work. The Freedom Caucus is holding out for things, and they've made some progress. Kevin McCarthy agreed to some drastic changes, but not enough. And I've gone back and forth on this, but I've, I've fallen on the side of, you hold your ground. Even if Kevin McCarthy concedes and gets the Speaker's gavel, it will be a better House of Representatives because of what the Freedom Caucus is doing. And it's exactly how it's supposed to work. So we'll, we'll get to more of that in just a second. On this date in American history, Benedict Arnold burns Richmond, Virginia in uh, 1784. British force led by uh, tch, loser. 1914, Henry Ford, head of the Ford Motor Company, introduces a wage of $5 a day. Come on, get some money. 1925, Nellie T. Ross becomes the first female governor when she succeeds her late husband as governor of Wyoming. And in 1933, construction begins at the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. So there you have it. 17 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show. This story just is different. I'm sure some of you that are elevated in age just a little bit have given thought to, uh, okay, when you die, what 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 are you going to do with your with your body? Are you a cremation person? Are you a put it in the box in the in the earth on a shelf? How about this? New York has just become the sixth state to approve human composting. Hold on now. Just you hold on because I know you. This might be more up your alley than you think. I'd be shocked if it is. What did folks do for years? They put the body in the dirt on the family land and put a headstone and walked away. Yeah. I mean, in essence, that's just that's... natural decomposition anyway. Right. So there's not a lot of difference here. Here's the process. The body is placed in a reusable vessel along with plant material like wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. The organic mix creates the perfect habitat for naturally occurring microbes to do their work quickly and efficiently 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4patriots.com slash on the On the right, that's four Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Breaking down the body in about a month's time. The end result is a cubic yard stack of nutrient-dense soil amendment, the equivalent of about 36 bags of soil that can be used for planting trees, enriching a plot of land, whatever. Garden. Boy, look at the flowers over there. Yeah, that's Bill. <laughs> Bill was always a colorful guy. He was always, you know, well suited in nitrogen. He was great for the soil. <laughs> right? That's the weirdest thing. Um, now, those that oppose include the uh, Catholic Conference a process that is perfectly appropriate for returning vegetable trimmings to the earth is not necessarily appropriate for human bodies. Human bodies are not household waste. We do not believe that the process meets the standard of reverent treatment of our earthly remains. Others say cremation uses fossil fuels. Burial uses lots of land and has a carbon footprint. For a lot of folks, being turned into soil can make a lot of sense. I told you it was a weird story, and I got a stack of them. Of weird stories? Yes, just yeah, just different, and and it could be the end of the year thing. Oh yeah, where you get all the really weird stuff, where people are just looking for stuff to write. This was a January first new law that went into effect in in New York. Interesting. Governor signed it. It became it, it went into effect, and so now it's a thing. And so you can imagine the businesses standing by. Ready to go. Yeah, I think it, uh, my overall sentiment, I think it does border on the, uh, dis, uh, borderline disrespectful to the dearly departed. But but what if the dearly departed wants to do it that way? I guess. I, I, I mean. For example. I don't know. I'm committed to having my body composted and my family knows that. Howard Fisher, 63. Whatever my family chooses to do with the compost after it's done is up to them. I, I told you, this is just, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I got. 
I just think the possibilities of of having like a hot spot in your garden that's really producing flowers or vegetables or something. I just I don't know. I'm yeah, it's probably good. Take a time out. Back with more. All right, 36 minutes after the hour. Big story in the press box this morning on The Morning Show. I'm Preston. That's Grant. Is the failure of Republicans to elect a speaker, and I'm okay with that. Again, I, 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 I seem to be thrust into the role of being a contrarian more and more often, but you have to step back. The world's not coming to an end. If anything, we're gaining by not taking action of any kind because Congress can't function. That's what I saw. I saw someone on Twitter said, if we keep going at this, Congress will never be sworn in and they won't be able to get any work done. And someone was like, uh, say no more. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. This is exactly what's supposed to be happening. Here's some comments from Florida Representative Byron Donalds, who has been nominated to be the speaker. My thoughts is, okay, if he doesn't have the votes, what are we going to do as a conference to either find someone who can get to 218 or at a minimum adjourn what we were doing, get off the floor so the needed negotiations can happen? A lot of people back home are trying to figure out what's going on on Capitol Hill. But what we are really having is a deliberative process about House leadership and about what is needed to get Washington back on track. For too long in the nation's capital, everybody has just gone along with the next wave of leadership. What we want to see is that leadership actually uh, reflects where the American people are, and that leadership is something that is earned here in the nation's capital, not just given. And that's not an anti-Kevin statement. That is an indictment of the political process here in Washington, D.C. We're going to go back in, and we're going to have this round of ballots, and we're going to have more conversations. One thing I can tell you is nobody is at 218 votes right now. Nobody. But we're going to get this figured out, and we're going to get this business done, because every Republican up here on Capitol Hill is committed to getting to the agenda that we all campaigned for last November. There you go. I applaud him and the others for not backing down. Now, what are they waiting for? Glad you asked. I happen to know. They went through a list. Um, A gentleman from Ohio gave a very good and articulate speech. He's a member of the Freedom Caucus. Supporting Kevin McCarthy. I don't have a problem with that. I think they're wrong. Kevin McCarthy's part of the problem. Kevin McCarthy is part of the MAC problem that we have with the GOP. You've got McCarthy, McConnell, and McDaniel. The three Macs. You could call them the Big Macs if you want, but I would I would prefer to just leave that to McDonald's. They are the reason why, in large part, the Republicans failed in November. I mean, the majority that the GOP has in the House is feeble. But it's a majority. It can make a difference. That said... The Freedom Caucus did force several changes by McCarthy, but he's not giving in on everything. And here's what they're holding out for. They will not give up 
committee assignments as retribution. That's that's key. Kevin McCarthy's a vengeful dude, like they all are. And that's what bothers me about some of the people that I see. It's like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Is she kissing up to Kevin McCarthy because she's been such an outsider that she wants to be relevant? Well, the fact that she has to worry about that speaks to the leadership. They want to make that change. They want to investigate inquiries. They want investigative inquiries of the FBI. They want to reinstate the motion to vacate. What's that? That's the process of the majority party voting out the current speaker should they lose faith in his or her leadership. The motion to vacate was vanquished by Nancy Pelosi. No surprise. They want to bring it back. And one member can bring the motion up. They want it back. It's the way the House has functioned for centuries. I don't think any of this is stuff that should stop anybody from doing anything. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm saddened by people like Sean Hannity and Newt Gingrich. Lauren Boebert went on Hannity. And boy, that was fun. I understand the frustration, I promise you. But I'm not um, frustrated. He does you didn't not answer my question. And we are hearing, we I'm are not, hearing I'm from many frustrated. people who are still voting with Kevin McCarthy, You're who not are very my supportive question. of what we're doing, and they're cheering us on. So there are more for us than are against us. We all want a unified party, but this isn't chaos. It's a functioning constitutional republic. When everything is said and done, okay, I like uh, the House Republicans will be stronger and better prepared to lead than we ever have before. But I do not trust Kevin McCarthy at this point to deliver on those promises, especially when I go into good faith negotiations with him, and then he comes out and lies about what those conversations were. We need a check and a balance on the third in line. Who to the is your fight? Let's Look, have Sean, a final answer. I want who unity. do you want to well, be Speaker you know, maybe of the that's House? For the conference to decide. We need to come together. Who do you want? To, I'm asking who you want. What does it look like? Life after Kevin. All right. First of all, Sean, I'm. I'm, I'm I, I hate this. He's so out of touch. He's so out of touch, and he's out of bounds. So who do you want? Who is she nominated? You don't need to ask her that. She nominated Byron Donalds. That's who she wants. But Sean's inability to allow the conversation to breathe is just, and I'll be honest with you, it's why I don't listen to Sean. I can't listen to him. As nice a guy as he is off air and as successful as he is, God bless him. Great. I can't listen to him because he never lets a guest breathe. I am glad that that, I don't know if you call it a wing or uh, a, a, a faction, faction, yeah. a, a faction of Republican politics, that kind of Sean Hannity, Newt Gingrich, I don't know what you call that. It just, it feels like that they are kind of like stuck in the 80s, almost, if you will. Like, don't get me wrong, Ronald Reagan was great, but, like, we've we've moved so far beyond that. It just feels like they're so out of touch, and I, I'm, I'm ready to uh, realize that that kind of thinking is 40 years ago. 
It's interesting because it's as if they're saying to everybody, just be quiet and and just do what you're told. And that's how we get where we are. And that's exactly how we got where we are. And so I want to encourage you to phone your members of Congress, email members of Congress, and tell them, you know, I heard someone say, Bobert said yesterday on the floor of the House that a f- my former president, referring to Donald Trump. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right encouraged us to to stop it and support McCarthy he said maybe she said maybe the former president should call Kevin McCarthy and say you don't have the votes step down take your name out of consideration but this is this is a fight for how Congress is going to function Kevin McCarthy believes he's entitled because he paid his dues He's not. I want to raise one last thought. A reminder. You do know that an elected member of Congress does not have to be the Speaker of the House. It could be you. It could be me. If I got 218 votes, I would be the Speaker of the House. Anyone can be the speaker. They do not have to be an elected member of Congress. Just throwing that out there for consideration. All right, 52 minutes after the hour, the morning show with Preston Scott. Steve Stewart in just a little bit. First visit with Steve since the middle of December. I think I'm going to go with this set of stories here. Rasmussen poll, over a quarter of Americans say they know someone they think died from a COVID vaccine. 
Breakdown of the numbers, while 37% think it is unlikely that the COVID vaccines caused a large number of unexplained deaths, 14% are unsure, 49% say that it is likely, including 28% who said it is very likely. Add it up, and you are at 63% are either not sure or think it's likely or very likely. Two-thirds. What's significant about this is that people are awakening to this. When two-thirds, with all of what... The media has done. I mean, I can't, I can't speak for you, but when I see the ads running all the time from Pfizer, from the federal government about, you stay up to date on your boosters now. No freaking way. If there's not an intentional effort to harm us what is this none of the protocols were followed for these vaccines and yes some of that falls on Donald Trump I can excuse it but it doesn't change the fact Then there's this. 1,616 is a number as of December of cardiac arrests in athletes since the COVID shots began. Of 1,616 cardiac arrests, 1,114 were deaths. Gary Dempsey, professional soccer player, played over 500 games, 20 years. Never, ever was there one cardiac arrest. Either in the crowd or a player. And now DeMar... Hamlin allegedly his doctor posted a tweet that he had a booster on December 26th so when was the football game January 2nd so less than 10 days later Ten days after the booster, he had a cardiac arrest. He said the doctor, he passed all screenings with flying colors. I'm in contact with UCMC staff and will provide any assistance to them. Someone grabbed the screenshot posting, apparently he deleted it pretty quickly, but not before somebody got a screenshot of it. How can any medical professional worth his salt in this day and age claim that somebody 
isn't being harmed by this. And here we go. It's the second hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. I know I sound a little... My tones are a bit more dulcet than normal. But uh, but it's me, and I'm, I'm feeling better today. I, I assure you of that, and so I'm grateful for that. Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B, and I am joined by... The executive editor of Tallahassee Reports, the one, the only, Steve Stewart. Hello. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. Good holiday? Good holiday. Nice cold weather, you know. And Boy. It was, yeah. It How was, bad is your yard? Yeah, well, you know, it's just actually just starting to clean up a little bit. My wife decided to do, you know, a, I guess they call it a winter garden. Yeah. You know? So we had to, you know, try to cover that up a little bit, but. I did everything I could and I lost everything I tried to save. Yeah. yeah I just couldn't do it. Hey, if you can't survive the winters in Tallahassee, then you don't deserve to live, I guess. <laughs> that would be one way of doing of, of looking at it. Survival of the fittest. Um, I, it, it, we, we just finished a set of elections, and here we are, ready for a new election season. You know, it's sort of interesting because it's like, yeah, you just sort of get set. I'm ready to sort of look at 2023, and you get two announcements from, I would say, pretty high-profile local officials. Right. Uh, you know, one of them, uh, Brian Welch, Sent out a, a press release and made a pretty big deal about him, you know, filing to run for re-election as Brian Welch, District Four, Leon County Commission, right? Who uh, upset Brian Delosian twenty twenty, and you know now is you know, again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But I, he was, um, I've interviewed him and talked to him. You know, he's voted for the Northeast Gateway, he voted against the the money for the FSU Stadium. You know, seems to have a little bit of an independent streak through him in terms of you know, if you start looking at. Look at the blueprint where we have the city and county officials. You know, he, he tends to chart his own path, but we'll see what happens in that in that district. Um, and then something that's a little bit less. Let me just we, is sure. there is there anybody kicking around the idea of running in that district? Yeah, I think he's going to have an issue because I think somebody's going to probably get in because look, we've talked about this. Ideology drives you know everything at the national level and the state level. Locally, the Democrats here you know, have the demographic advantage and they've sort of driven everything. And so when Republicans get a chance to win one of these local races, it's rare. Lori Cox won, you know, a school board seat um, that was in a moderate to conservative district. Mm -hmm. District four, um, you know, is moderate to conservative. So, you know, it's a 50, 50, 52. If you go back and look at Trump and Biden, it was 51, 49 Trump, you know, probably. So, I think he's going to have a tough time holding off somebody getting in. Now, you know, what will happen? I mean, Brian Deloge was a Republican, but sort of he was there for a while. He had that, you know, when you in local politics, they'll vote against you just because they don't like it. It doesn't have a lot to do with what your party affiliation is. Um, so there are Republicans that voted against um, Mr. Deloge because I think he'd been there a while. Yeah. And so that's going to be an interesting it'll be an interesting dance to see who uh, gets in. But I think this is why. um Brian got in early. He can start raising money and see if he can deter that. And then another announcement. Yes, which was a little bit less state. I mean, it, it was on Facebook. He didn't really send out a press release. And that's uh, Superintendent Rocky Hanna running for a third term. Um, and this one's a little different because he's running now as a Democrat. Um, if you go to. Why? Well, there's a change in the rule that says you can't, you've got to run as uh, the party that you're registered. And so he was running as an MPA. The last two times, but he was still a registered Democrat. And well, how so, is that possible? Yeah, well, that, that's I think that's what the law, the why the law was changed. Okay, you, you, you got to sort of 
expose who you, you are. You got to be who you are. Right. And so th- that'll be interesting to see because if you remember when he ran the first time, it was against Jackie Pons, who was a Democrat. And so he ran as an independent. And now this will open it up. In other words, he's going to have to win if anybody runs against him. Now, last year, Pam Hightower, who's an African-American, ran against him in the general. She was the Democrat nominee. So now, uh, fast forward, if that happens again, that would be a race that would happen in the primary. And so we'll, we'll have to see what happens with that. In other words, he wouldn't get support from moderates to conservatives that he that really probably vaulted him to beating Jackie Pons in that first race. Any discussions out there that you're hearing of potential contenders? I would think that, um, you mean on the Democrat side, no. Um, although you hear talk of people wanting to, you know, you hear people throwing around the idea mm-hmm. but what it's a that's a pretty big race i mean you gotta it's a big check if you don't get signatures i think to sign up to run and obviously it's it's a real job too so you have to have some kind of qualifications so we'll see what happens with that steve stewart with me from tallahassee report subscribe get that paper it's tallahasseereports.com been a minute as the kids like to say and uh steve stewart back with us talking about what's going on in florida's capital city it's kind of significant what happens here and um there was no way after all of the bitterness out of the vitriol the venom that happened in the election in november with lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the local city races and no one changed seats everybody's the same there had to be a bunch of bitterness laying around. This is sort of, I think, the the law before the storm. Although we saw a little bit of it after the election in terms of this the the vote and the and the brouhaha over the Citizens Police Review Board, and so I think that if you look at the, that decision, it tells you sort of where we're headed. First of all, I think the majority probably got more clarity through this election. It's the same three, but they got more clarity where people stand, and so. You know, in the past, when you had that debate about this, you know, this this person who was arguing to abolish a police department on the CPRB, they may have negotiated or sort of waffled, but they voted to remove not only her, um, but two other members of, of the board. So you have to say that is the result of the election. They've got a little bit of a stiffer resolve on some of these issues. Maybe a local community mandate of sorts. Exactly. Now on the other demonizing law enforcement. Exactly. Now on the other side of this, you would think that Commissioner Matlow, Commissioner Porter might have said, "Yeah, you know, probably not a good idea that we have someone that you know wants to abolish the police department on the board." They they dug in and tried to defend it. Now I think from Matlow's perspective, he just won re-election. I think this could be a huge mistake for Commissioner Porter. She's up for re-election in two years. She's on the record of arguing to have someone on this police review board that that really openly was antagonistic to law enforcement. Not questioning things, wanting to move forward, but antagonistic. And what's interesting is that message, of all the places it plays the worst, 
on the south side. That's right. I mean, you start looking at it. It doesn't play well, you know, on the north side. But now, if you start looking at what's going on with the crime, yeah, it doesn't play well on the south side. And so, I think this law before the storm, we don't. The meetings are. We don't have meetings this week. We, we'll start getting in some meetings uh, in the next week and a half or so. And the issues they're going to pop up. There's going to be uh, law enforcement issues. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if you know if we if if the progressive movement continues to dig in. And if the majority just sort of runs over them like they did on the on the review board vote, because I think you're right. I know for a fact um, the two officials that ran, Diane Williams Cox and John Daly, are extremely upset um, about how they were attacked. Um, I mean, you know, if you remember, you think what you will of of Mayor Daly. There were four women that made videos basically criticizing him in a very personal way. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's a tough one to take. And, so, and one of them sits on the dais. <laughs> and so I don't think the idea of a collegial body moving forward is, is even a workable thing. And so, you know, there is some talk that maybe this progressive movement that has been was elevated a lot because they were the loudest voice. Yep. Maybe it's been overstated um, and that it will just sort of wither away. Um, however, when you say that, you look at who is, you know, got elected to the DEC chair, which is Ryan Ray, who is the aide to Commissioner Matlow. Um, although the argument there was, is most Democrats don't even participate in that process anymore. Um, and so it, it's going to be interesting to see how that, you know, manifests itself. There's going to be votes on growth. I mean, the Planning Commission is dealing with some issues about, um, you know, allowing more development. So this is we're going to find out early on where where it's headed. But I mean, Commissioner Porter is the one that is going to. I'm watching closely, and it didn't start. I don't think it started well from her with the CPRB vote because she's again up for election in two years. I can't wait. We'll see. I can't wait to see who runs against her. That's going to be interesting. Yes, that, I mean, that's part of the battle, is trying to find someone that, yeah. that can bridge together the different coalitions you've got to have. Steve Stewart with me for another segment. We'll talk about a new feature at Tallahassee Reports I think you'll find interesting. It's certainly garnering a lot of interest, so hence you should find it interesting. We'll do that next in the morning show. For plumbing emergencies, White's Plumbing, 850 850- Final segment with Steve Stewart of Tallahassee Reports, the website TallahasseeReports.com. And, you know, you and I always lament the status of reporting um, locally, whether it's the electronic or print, and so grateful that Tallahassee Reports has been there all of these years. How many years has it been now? You know, the blog started in 2009. But we didn't start doing a print edition, I think, until maybe 2013, 2014. And, you know, everybody talks about print, but that's actually when we started getting more traction because it's interesting. But, you know, it legitimized it. It it does. I think that's the credibility issue you've taken it. But it also, you know, on the internet, I mean, a story could be gone in a day, but a a weekly newspaper, it it could stick around. You know, it's laying around. So, but yeah, it's, you know, and, I always go back to reading. Sometimes I get lost, you know, and you and you go back and just read. What is, you know, what's the purpose of a newspaper, you know, and what's the purpose of journalism? And so that always sort of resets my. I try to do that every year to go back and look and what can we add. And we're always trying to do things that that are unbiased in the sense it's just fact based reporting. And one of the things that we were very clear in not wanting to do is what 
the Tallahassee Democrat has done is just pollute their pages with these my views that are not edited, you know, and they have just they're not factually based. And it's just again, it's just content to fill things up. And it really it really hurts the community. And so, you know, you look around the country and you look around. I'm obviously focused more on local side of things. Such an opportunity to get back to what a newspaper is really about. And so we're looking forward to this year and making some strides um, into that, you know, into that venue um, with, again, you just list what the priorities are and get it's not difficult. You know, we start with the base of the city, county, the school board. And now, you know, the Children's Services Council is something we're really going to focus on because it's got, you know, it's got an eight million dollar a year property tax budget. Another 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 voting mistake by the local people. But my point is, that's four government entities that you all you gotta do is just report what they're doing, yeah, and what they say at these meetings. And I think that that is that that's the base, and we're going to go from there to try to bring in more you know, more readers and, and, you know, try to find ways to get people more engaged in the news because, you know, and I sense this and I'm a news junkie. I get turned off by a lot of things. I mean, I am very selective about where I get my news. I'm yeah. not going to, you know, I want to pick where I go. And if I see something that I think is, wow, that's earth shattering, I go and check it to make sure that it's, you know, something legit. That it's legit. And so, so we're continuing to try to figure out how people want to get their news and what's important to them. And um, it, it's an interesting ride. And I think, again, the opportunity here in Tallahassee um, and a lot of other local communities that are where these Gannett papers are just continue to keep cutting people. And um, I mean, here, you know, Bill Cotterell, who is, I guess, what was his nickname? The curmudgeon, the capital, the capital curmudgeon. curmudgeon. Bill's yeah. a good friend of mine. I've, you know, I haven't talked to him in a little while, but, but yeah, he, you know, he would call me every now and then. And, um, but he hit the transfer portal <laughs> it, and it, through the last cuts and has already been picked up. Of course. And so, but that's, that's a resource that's left Tallahassee, you know, and, um, so again, a lot of opportunity and what we're trying with this, we started just on a whim and, you know, they're all, Billy Joel said, you know, he writes 100 songs and one of them are a hit, right? Yeah. And so you always come up with ideas. A lot of ideas end up on the cutting room floor. But we, I guess it was probably six weeks ago, come up with this idea about these morning briefs, which were just snippets. And we started doing that. And we've gotten a lot of really good feedback. And so we're thinking of ways how to get more things into the morning briefs that people can just look at it, get a quick, quick idea of what's in the news, and, you know, and then again, you can go on, we, we, we redirect to stories that if it's Taos report stories, but we'll redirect you to another news site. If it's something that we feel that is really uh, pertinent, I don't like redirecting to pay sites. You no, know, of course it, not. It, it ticks me off when I click on something and I got to pay to read it. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we're moving in that direction, but we're very excited about the year. We want to get, we think the print edition, the goal, the, the perfect model is a weekly print, print edition that gets on your doorstep Thursday or Friday. Okay. And then we break news during the week online and through our social media platforms. And so that's the model we're following. Got to have community support. You know, we've I I would argue we got more local advertising in the monthly publication that we send out than than any other local media outlet. And so, uh, looking forward to the year. And again, if you can subscribe, that really will, it helps. It's only fifty dollars a year, and um, we're gonna I think we're gonna make some news this year. Well, I love the fact that that the morning briefs are uh, are there because it's a it's a quick snapshot. It's a quick easy read. 
And the key to this is trying to let you know it's it's trying to get people to remember that it's there or that it's there to begin with. Because once you look at it, I think it's something you'll want to go back and see. Because it doesn't take it's a two or three minute read. Yeah, you know, and you can see what's going on. Good stuff. Thanks. Thank you, Preston. All right, Steve Stewart with us. Remember, subscribe, get the paper. You'll get all kinds of new stuff coming your way that you will not read or hear anywhere else. That's TallahasseeReports.com. Well, they're going to try again today at noon. Good morning. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. I'm Preston. That is Grant. Dr. Steve Steverson, pause for thought just a few minutes away. We have uh, Jerome Hudson from Breitbart next hour. I want to get Jerome's take on this whole circus that's unfolding. Because, I mean, I guess you couldn't you say that what's happening is, uh, is entertainment? The three-ring circus that is the nomination process for a House Speaker? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right, that's four Patriots, the number four, Patriots.com slash on the right. I think so. So they're going to try what? Is it is it vote seven or eight? Seven? How embarrassing that the leading vote getter in six votes has been from the minority party. What's your inclination on this? Is this a black eye for Republicans, or do you view this the way that I do? And 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 that's not to say, well, you need to think like I do, because I know better than that anyway. Um, I think it's been good. Yeah, I agree. I'm very glad that, like so many things that happens in Washington, yeah. backroom deals, you know, hey, I'll cut you a deal over here. I will you get, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So wink, much wink, nod, nod. Exactly. Yeah. So much of DC politics is that. And as you mentioned in the first hour, the fact that C SPAN's cameras are right in there, this is all being done in front of us on full display. This is the American system of government for the entire world to see. And that's a good thing. Transparency like this is good when they do a vote and then 
literally like 15 minutes after the vote. I was sitting in here in the studio doing work yesterday, Mm -hmm. watching most of it unfold. And then, boom, Byron Donalds gives an interview. And then Lauren Boebert was on Hannity last night. Immediately, they're they're communicating to the media. They're on television. I think this is a good thing. I don't view this bad at all. Speaking of, Byron Donalds. My thoughts is, okay, if he doesn't have the votes, what are we going to do as a conference to either find someone who can get to 218 or at a minimum adjourn what we were doing, get off the floor so the needed negotiations can happen? A lot of people back home are trying to figure out what's going on on Capitol Hill. But what we are really having is a deliberative process about House leadership and about what is needed to get Washington back on track. For too long in the nation's capital, everybody has just gone along with the next wave of leadership. What we want to see is that leadership actually uh, reflects where the American people are and that leadership is something that is earned here in the nation's capital, not just given. And that's not an anti-Kevin statement. That is an indictment of the political process here in Washington, D.C. We're going to go back in and we're going to have this round of ballots and we're going to have more conversations. One thing I can tell you is nobody is at 218 votes right now. Nobody. But we're going to get this figured out and we're going to get this business done because every Republican up here on Capitol Hill is committed to getting to the agenda that we all campaigned for last November. I can tell you this. What's happening is good. And what they're holding out for, in case you're wondering, okay, well, what do they want? They got many concessions from Kevin McCarthy prior to now. McCarthy was just, McCarthy feels entitled. Kevin McCarthy's kids are involved. His family's profited from his role. It's the same old, same old. We need to be done with that. They want the House Freedom Caucus. They want a motion to vacate back in the rules. Nancy Pelosi took it out. She had it stripped out because a motion to vacate means if we lose faith and confidence in the House Speaker, we can bring it up to have him or her replaced. Why should anyone be afraid of that? In case you're new to the radio program, welcome. You can follow us on Twitter at TMS Preston Scott. We are on Facebook, of course. Uh, not the show, but the station, WFLAFM.com or uh, WFLAPanamaCity.com. You can link to it through either of those websites. And of course, you can email me, Preston, at iHeartRadio.com. Time to talk about our four-legged friends, and we do that twice a month with Dr. Steve Steverson of the Bradfordville Animal Hospital. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, Preston. I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And there's no doubt that there are people out there. You know, it's it's like the car market. There's new, and then there's new to you. Um, there are people that have puppies, and that uh, puppies and kittens, and I equate those to the people that got themselves a new vehicle. And then there's those that that get a an adult dog from you know the shelter or a cat from the shelter, and that's kind of like a pre-owned vehicle. What are some things that people ought to think about if they've got a new pet for the holidays? Oh, absolutely, Preston. If you got a new pet for the holidays, whether it be a puppy or an adult dog from the shelter, um, 
lot of things you need to think of. Hopefully, you're prepared beforehand. You have some age-appropriate food, you know, puppy food or kitten food if it's a youngster, or an adult food if it's not. Um, you, uh, you need to adjust your schedule. Lots of playtime for this new pet that you have to help to uh, help them adapt to the new home and the new schedule, the new environment. Um, a lot of bonding should occur, so you need a lot of playtime with your new puppy or kitten. Um, make sure and take it to the veterinarian for an exam. Make sure they don't have any underlying health problems that you're not aware of. So that first veterinary visit is very important to establish a relationship with the veterinarian and also make sure your pet's very healthy. Uh, and then if you've got a, a cat, you need to certainly be prepared. If you've never had a cat before, you know, cats are predominantly a nocturnal creature. They certainly adapt to our schedule and to becoming a daytime animal, but to begin with, they used to be up and wandering uh, around at night. <laughs> they might pounce on you in your bed and wake you up. So uh, be prepared for your cat to be a nocturnal animal when you first get them and help them to adapt to a daytime uh, schedule. Um, with a, um, a dog, uh, you might you might want to make sure they have what we would call, you know, their own room. That uses a crate or a kennel where they can go into that crate or kennel. They've got their own space to be in where they, the house gets too active or they want to go be by themselves and they'll lay down that crate or that kennel. Um, you want to make sure uh, with a new dog, you may want to limit them to just a part of the house to begin with to make sure they're house trained. So maybe just to the kitchen or the area of the house that's not carpeted. So if they do have accidents, it's not it's going to be easier to clean up. And then as you feel more comfortable with your pet, you learn how house trained they are. You can give them run of a larger part of the house. Um, as far as house training is concerned, you certainly want to set, set a timer. Take that new puppy or that new dog out oh, every couple hours, and make sure they go outside. So the, the more they go outside, the less they have accidents inside, the easier it is to get them to that point where they always go outside. I think sometimes I, I think sometimes people get a new pet and they forget your routine does have to change because you brought a new family member in. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, yeah, your schedule might be this hearing schedule, and you get up in the morning and you're racing to get out the door to go to the office. And all of a sudden now you've got to spend some time with your puppy uh, to get them, uh, to feed them and walk them and get them settled in for the day. And so uh, a lot of considerations to having a new a new pet as far as what your schedule is and adjusting your schedule for sure. That's the kind of stuff um, that people needed to think about before they got a pet. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully they went and, and bought all the necessary supplies for their puppy or their kitten as well, you know, for for a dog, you need to have a, a collar or harness and an ID tag um, or a microchip. If you don't put an ID tag on their on their collar, uh, think about getting a microchip. And then um, a uh, like a six-foot leash to walk them with is very effective. Don't get a shorter one. Don't get a big, long, retractable leash. You want something you can control them with when you're first training them. So about a six-foot lead is what you want. Um, what about then, collars uh, versus harnesses? And uh, and as collars go, I see a lot of people use a slip collar. I don't I don't expect that's a real smart collar to use. No, usually a typical traditional wide wide leather collar is good, or webbed collar is good, or a harness. Um, a lot of veterinarians really like harnesses. We like those yeah. because there's less tugging and pulling on their neck. Yep. Um, and so you're 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 it's easier for a dog to pull with the harness, but it's less likely to injure them. Versus a collar, because a collar pulling on their neck, if they're really a hard-pulling dog, you're going to yank them with that, with that leash. When they get to the end of it, uh, it could injure their neck. So a harness has a lot of advantages in that regard. They do make harnesses now that have a, a ring that you can put your lead on the front of their chest on that part of the harness. 
so they can't pull as efficiently as they could if you put it on the top of their back. Good stuff, so those Dr. Stevenson. Are very effective. Awesome. Yes, sir. Good, good news. I appreciate it. Thanks for the intel. For those of you that have new pets, there you go. That's a starting point. And uh, we'll talk again in a couple weeks. Thank you, sir. Great. Thanks, Preston. All right. Dr. Steve Steverson with us this morning on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. 52 minutes after the hour, Jerome Hudson of Breitbart.com joins us in just a little bit. Preston Scott with you in your ears back again Thursday, January the 5th. It is show 4841. We will be off on Monday for the next two Mondays. And then we are we are in. We we roll for a while. And uh, we are lining up guests as we always do. We've got um, we got to start talking about the legislative session, which will be here before you know it. Sal Nuzo joins us in a couple weeks. But uh, Jerome Hudson of Breitbart.com comes up next hour. But first... Some ideas on road trips. Places where you can go when time allows you to make another trip. These are suggestions. And this one is a personal suggestion. It doesn't come from any book other than mine. Something my wife and I did over the holiday. My wife has always been enamored with manatees. I mean, who isn't? They're adorable. And so I did my research and found out that this is the time of year from November through April for manatees to huddle together, to stay warm, if you will. And the cooler the the water temperatures out in the Gulf and so forth, the more likely it is you're going to have success seeing or swimming with manatees at places like Crystal River or Kings Bay, which is part of the Crystal River refuge and so we went to crystal river and i did my research and i settled on a place called river ventures i get nothing from this this is just where what what i chose to do and we went swimming with the manatees and to say that we had an amazing encounter is just an understatement i'm going to post some photos because you honestly wouldn't believe it if I just tried to describe it to you. The pictures just say it all. But I want to encourage you, if something like that interests you, I mean, my wife is kind of cold-natured, and so the idea of getting in water that's 72 degrees or colder, the spring water is 72.3 degrees, um, she was cold. Uh, I, I felt every bit of it as I was kind of towing her along. And and the water's very shallow. It's crystal clear. It, it was it was incredible. But the folks at River Ventures, we had a guide. His name was Ryan, and the captain was Charissa. And Ryan got us to a spot where nobody else was really swimming. And there, trust me, there are swimmers everywhere. But he got us to a little spring, and there were dozens of manatees. 
And we just had an incredible set of encounters, my wife in particular. I just watched with such joy with the interactions that she had, and I had plenty, but she had some special ones. And um, and so I recommend, if you've never done it, there are lots of tour companies that do it, and I'm sure a bunch of them do a great job. I chose River Ventures. I chose a small semi-private boat. That was absolutely the way to go. But go down there this time of year and go swimming with the manatees. It was awesome. All right, it's the third hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. My throat coat dutifully doing its job and keeping my moneymaker on the air. We're here for you, my friends. It's Thursday, January the 5th. That's Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I am here in Studio 1B. Show 4841 of the morning show. And day 715 of America held hostage. And we are joined by a dear friend. Emphasis of the word dear. He is Jerome Hudson of Breitbart.com. He's the entertainment editor, author of the 50 Things books. Hello, my friend. Happy New Year. Hello, Tallahassee. Good morning, Preston. Preston, Scott, Preston Fitzgerald, Scott, world's greatest husband. Where in the world did you get Fitzgerald? Yeah, Graham and I were talking about it, and uh, it just, it it fits. No, it doesn't. My middle name's Ray. It's my okay. dad's name. Hey, Come on. There you go. See, I'm I'm protective of my middle name. And so Graham was like, well, do you want to know it? And I was like, you know, if Preston wants me and the listening audience to know it, he'll say it. I'm very protective of my middle name. That's my dad's name. Come on. Well, I, I'm protective in the way that I won't share it with the live listening audience. Right All right. Now. So did you have a good holiday? It was amazing. Uh, went to Savannah. With the family, my mom made me cook, and uh, you, know, you know, person, I thought I was over sticker shock. Boy, was I wrong! Uh, I, I must have stood in front of the egg owl at the uh, Wilmington Island Publix for about six, seven minutes. I even uh, asked one of the Publix associates if there was another egg owl that uh, I wasn't aware of. Uh, anyway, it was a great time, and uh, families one of the most important things. Um, and I really, really enjoyed my, my nieces, uh, as you know, turned 20 on Christmas day. Uh, that's, that's always weird. It never gets less weird, uh, <laughs> uh, to see them grow into mature young women. But, uh, no, it was great. How, how was I, you, that, that was, that was something, man. Crystal river. Yeah, buddy. Went swimming with the manatees. And they're nice, and they're nice. Like they're 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 got to be like the cutest animals in the wild. But they're the personality sort of fits the aesthetic. They don't have the the part of the brain that triggers aggression. Oh wow! Yeah, they don't have any natural enemies. They're not territorial. They don't protect feeding grounds. They just get along with everybody. And uh, you learn that they huh. fall into three categories. They are either sleeping, and their snout is in the mud. Okay. Um, they are 
manatees that have had a bad encounter with some jerk human beings and so they just leave you alone and they don't want any interaction or they're curious and our guides just said if they're curious let them be curious and enjoy the interaction just don't be pestering and man we had an unbelievable time we just did yeah those are the three categories that my cat oreo fall into really the first one, he's, he's, he takes the sleeping one yeah. uh, personally, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, no aggression at all. I mean, lo- he loves the horseplay, loves to play fetch. He'll sit for treats. He's weird. He's a weird little furball, but... Uh, you have a cat that plays fetch? I, 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 I never sent you video. Yeah, I, see, I, I recorded several videos because of the reaction that you're having right now. Look at us shattering stereotypes. Well, there's nothing important going on. Certainly not in Washington D.C. right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, not only not only cats retrieving things and playing fetch, but but Jerome, a black male, and I, a white male, actually not just getting along, but we love uh, each other and are dear yeah. friends. I mean, yeah. how much of a shattering stereotype is that in this day and age? Right. Uh, well, well, I, I would have been there with you, but I saw uh, Florida Congressman Matt Gates and New York Twitter star Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, playing thumb war, I think, on the United States uh, Congress floor, uh, House floor, uh, the other day. So uh, you know, cats and dogs sleeping together. Yeah, it's, it's no happening. kidding. All right, Jerome, stand by. We're going to talk about real things next. Not to say that those are not important things that we were just talking about, but we will segue to things that uh, they're covering at Breitbart as well as uh, just some insight I want to get from him on what he's observing in the three-ring circus known as Washington, D.C. Next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. He's the entertainment editor with Breitbart.com. Good friend of the radio program, good friend of ours. He's Jerome Hudson, author of the 50 Things books. I'm not going to pester you about the title of the new book, but uh, I will ask your thoughts on what we're witnessing in Washington. Unlike Hannity and Gingrich and so many others, I think the 20 holdouts are doing the United States people a big favor. But what do you think? Well, I... I, I I agree, you know, in principle with that. I guess I'm sort of getting a, a bit of a dissertation in just how awful Kevin McCarthy's perceived leadership was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, you know, I, some of it does feel personal. Um, and, you know, if if you had asked me 72 to 96 hours ago, if, as Breitbart News is reporting it, you know, a breakthrough on sort of the tensions between McCarthy and the Freedom Caucus sort of spent on an access of, you know, Kevin McCarthy promising to not spend in safe open seat primaries, I think I would have laughed, uh, which is sort of the emotional reaction that I've had to this because anger and frustration seem to be the easy road to go. But, you know, look, I, I look at this, and then I hear my governor, Ron DeSantis, is, excuse me, our governor. He's mine, and and, and then I remember he's also yours and everyone else's. Anyway, I hear Ron DeSantis' second inaugural, and and, and the contrast between his leadership 
And what he is saying, then what he's also backing it up with what he's doing is, is absolutely amazing. I thought Kevin McCarthy was about the best version of a California Republican who had been in Washington for maybe too long, had begun to show signs of someone who was born again, had been baptized in the MAGA blood. Um, yeah, but, you know, I, 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 until he proves otherwise, I, again, I tend to agree maybe he could be better. Um, maybe there should be more House Freedom Caucus members on the Rules Committee. And the minutia of it, Kevin, uh, Kevin, <laughs> the minutia of it, Preston, I, I'm not as deep in the details of, but, you know, if this is, if this is how we get a better version of Kevin McCarthy, then, you know, I'd, I'd like a little bit more of an efficient process, and maybe they should have started this before it was playing out on the world stage and Democrats were sort of teeing off on Republicans about it, but what do I know? But don't you sense that the reason that it didn't? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Get settled long before now. They've had a month and a half to do this. Is because McCarthy was unwilling to concede certain things, and one, the most important one to me, is the motion to vacate. You know, I mean, Nancy Pelosi vanquished that thing. How dare anybody oppose her? And the Republicans and the Freedom Caucus are saying we want that back in. We want to be able to question the leadership. Well, no, that's that's reasonable. That's very reasonable. I mean. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't criticize that. I can't criticize that. And you know what? I will say, I've been put in a position where I, it, it seems like the balkanization on the right is sort of trying to catch up with the same phenomenon on the left. Where, like, I don't. I've met Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy a couple times, had brief conversations with him. Uh, outside of that, I don't know the man. Um, but I, all I can do is sort of listen to his appeals. You know, I, I, I've spoken to someone like Jim Jordan a hundred times more than Kevin McCarthy, and Jim Jordan respects him. Jim Jordan trusts, trusts Kevin McCarthy's leadership. Uh, you know, and so I, I don't want to be like the defender of Kevin McCarthy, and I've sort of been, I sort of like de facto get pushed into that corner because I don't want to rip his throat out, you know? Uh, <laughs> um but no, I, I the process 
is playing out the way I guess it has to. I think you know, it needs to play out this way. I think we, we will have a better House of Representatives, okay. whether Kevin okay. McCarthy's the speaker or not, because of this process. That's good. That's good. I, I, is there a way to, to get a better version of, of Donald Trump? <laughs> is, it, is there? Well, I mean, what do you make of Trump endorsing the guy who has blamed him for January 6th? I mean, Not it doesn't, once, but twice. Yeah, it doesn't I get any more. It, down. it doesn't get any more weird than that. Jerome, stand by. We got another segment to go. Jerome Hudson with me from Breitbart.com on the morning show. Twenty-one minutes after the hour, Jerome Hudson with me from Breitbart.com. He's the entertainment editor. Did you get the photo? That's quite unbelievable. It right? And we're and we're positive this manatee wasn't trying to steal her away. Well, I'll be honest with you. The, the relationship they forged in about five minutes. <laughs> I lose my wife. <laughs> just in, yeah, just incredible. Anyway, Jerome and I are talking about what's going on in Congress, but that's a story unto itself. What do you think was the most impactful story in your world from the entertainment perspective of the last year? Was it the yeah. rise and fall and the... You know, I'm hearing now rumors off of Breitbart about Disney maybe breaking up a little bit um, and divesting itself of some things. Was it Elon Musk and Twitter? What was the big story, the most impactful story to you? Yeah, certainly I think the the largest, most profitable, uh, wide-reaching in terms of the countries that Disney is in, uh, the, the many... Uh, manifestations that you can get its content um i mean this is a, this is a company that was started by you know, very christian individuals very patriotic americans and for a half century they printed money just delivering you know good feelings and good content to families and the way that they have sold themselves out to the nazis who run china uh, turning a blind eye completely to the worst iterations of human rights abuses. Um, and I, I, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm, I don't expect any corporation to be perfect. Agreed. Um, but the the way in which Disney has just thrown out all credibility uh, under the leadership of Bob Chapek and and under the leadership of Bob Iger first, then Bob Chapek, and now I do not expect Disney to course correct. I think that the executives in that company who want, as they say, half of their characters to be on the LGBTQ pregnant man emoji spectrum, uh, half of their characters to be BIPOC. Let me try this. Black, indigenous, people of color. Okay, I did it. Good Lord, uh, there's a name for that? It's so insulting, and we don't even talk about how insulting it is. You know, these executives aren't saying that they want the most talented people on screen or behind the screen. Right, right. We want people who, by the accident of birth, have skin that's not white. (laughs) I mean, uh, I'm not going to compare them to the Klan, but boy, there's some similarities there. You know, it it has to be... I've been asked this question... um, and, you know, breaking news, Preston, I do go on to other radio programs when I'm not uh, on yours. Of course. But not, not a lot, though. Not a no. lot. I wouldn't and, blame uh, you for that. You know, Disney's the 
first answer that comes to mind because yeah, over a year ago, the the executives asked over a thousand people, Preston, two, over two thousand people in their Burbank office. These are families. I mean, we're talking about thousands of people when you add in the families to move their offices from California, Southern California to the Central Florida area. And because of politics, Bob Chapek blew that up. And Ron DeSantis, you know, not to harp on the world's greatest politician and political leader again, but, you know, after taking on the medical establishment and the news media and the entire American left in this country by opening up schools in the fall of 2020, Ron DeSantis took on one of the biggest employers in his state, one of the, the biggest brand in entertainment in Disney, because he had the wild idea, Preston, that it is inappropriate for adult teachers to have open sexualized conversations the six-year-olds. <laughs> it's a crazy thing, and I'm glad he did it. And, you know, I, 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 I do know people who work for Disney, and I would like for it to, to go back to being the wholesome content producer that it is. But I think they're just so far away from it. I mean, they're expanding into almost a dozen countries that, you know, that, 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 that treat homosexuals as apostates. Um, How is it that shareholders are are tolerating? I mean, they they lost 44% of their market value, Jerome. In one year. In one year. um, I think it's been a learning experience for a lot of people. I honestly think that most people or or a large share of people walk through life doing the things that we talked about for most of this uh, program, focusing on family, trying to become better humans. Um, building their business, protecting what's important in their lives. And I think under the leadership of Bob Chapek, they've, they've gotten a real education about what Disney has been up to, what Disney thinks is paramount when it comes to, you know, edu- uh, entertainment. Um, you know, the Elon Musk thing is probably in my top five or top ten just because you know, he has put so much of his most important business, or one of his most important businesses, Tesla. You know, I'm sit, I'm looking at three Teslas right now, and it's just hard not to think about the child slavery that it takes to get the cobalt into that vehicle. You know, I, and, and Elon Musk is one of the smartest people on the planet. He also can't be oblivious and ignorant to the, the, the human uh, barbarity that goes into making an electric vehicle. Uh, you know, he's doing great things with Twitter files, though. So, <laughs> always enjoy our visits, yeah. my friend. Uh, come see me when you're in town. I certainly will. I love you so much. All right, Happy buddy. I love you too. To you. Be well. Bye bye. All right, Jerome Hudson with us this morning on the morning show with Preston Scott. Interesting take here. As they tee up a seventh vote at noon today to find a House Speaker. Florida Republican Representative Carlos Jimenez. He said that the fight that's breaking out is hurting Americans' confidence in their government. They either like the chaos or... Uh, they just don't like Kevin McCarthy. Look, he's given a lot 
in to these uh, to the 20 or so. A lot of there are a lot of demands. They've been given, you know, he's he's apparently given concessions to them, concessions that frankly the rest of us, you know, weren't looking for and weren't asking for. With all due respect, number one, could we have any less confidence in our government than we have now? How can it be anything but improved by saying to someone like Kevin McCarthy, you are not owed this? I just see John Boehner's face over and over and over and know how Boehner and Pelosi and McConnell and Harry Reid at the time, how they all chummed and buddied around. They were best buds. It was a show they're fighting. I'm willing to give McCarthy the chance to earn my trust. But it's not owed to him. And that's what's missing right now. And the fact that there are 20 members of the Republican Party that are saying, no, we're not going to just coronate him. Keep in mind, Byron Donald's First, let's just step back for a second and just point out the the genius it would be if the if the House actually decided to ask him to 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 seriously consider being the House Speaker. He doesn't want to be. He's allowing himself to be nominated to make a point, but he's not interested in the job. But just for a second, this is the short sighted nature of the GOP. Imagine what happens if the first minority black speaker of the House was a Republican. What does the squad say about that? They've already said he's a white supremacist. Don't know how that's possible as an African-American, as a black man, but whatever. But that's what the Republicans are missing out here on. I just wrote on the rundown one word, why, with a question mark, why. This story is not far at all from where my wife's family lives. In fact, the church that they've attended for decades is in this community upper sandusky where a 22 year old girl working at a dollar tree who was married just this past fall was beheaded by a guy wearing black walked into the store carrying a machete 4.30 in the afternoon. No reason that anyone knows of. As I look at his mugshot, I will obviously not be using his name. 
I see almost a smirk on his face. He's black male. Victim white woman. Witnesses said he's wearing all black. He walked out. She fell straight down to the ground. He hit her in the back of the neck. He just took a machete. Ended her life. So is this guy on drugs? I don't know. If I if I were to take a if I were to guess based on the mugshot, I would say no. That's what I would say. I would say no. Um, oftentimes, people that are under the influence of drugs or alcohol have a look about them. They just do. I don't see that. Dressed in black. That tells me. Again, I'm, I'm just playing a, a pop forensic investigator here. That tells me he was playing the role of being an executioner. Why? Was that a, quote, hate crime? Was this an attack on a white person? I don't know. But this is a community that hasn't seen a crime of this nature, a murder, in I think over 20 years. Yeah. They haven't had a murder in more than 20 years in Upper Sandusky. OMG. That's insane. And so I circle back to why. I don't know. But these stories are happening more and more frequently. Random violence and so forth. So we, we, we circle back to the personal defense segments that we do. The importance of talking about it as a staff wherever you work, where ever you work whatever your line of work is you're not immune to this this wasn't a robbery this was an intentional execution there's no connection between the two that we are aware of at this point she was a newlywed happily married emphasis on the word was 46 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. We made it. Normally, I, I hate being at the end of the show because there's so much left unsaid. But I'll be honest with you, until I get back 100% feeling normal... I'm okay being done right now. I, I'm got a little recording to do when I finish here, and then I am gonna beeline my way back to my office at home, and then I'm heading straight to that couch. <laughs> Binge watch Magnolia Network. That's not far from <laughs> being accurate. I, you know, 
my sweet wife says, why don't you just get in bed? I said, because then I'll sleep. Isn't that what you need? No. You. Oh. I can't function. If I go home and sleep, I can't function because I don't nap well. I'm oh. not that guy that can take a 10-minute power nap. Oh, no, no, no. I am done. I am toasted. I can't, I, I use the word function. I can't function if I nap. Now, if I just inadvertently am just, you know, I put my head down and I fall asleep for a few minutes, I can handle that. But if I go in bed and get comfortable, no way, <laughs> not going to happen. All right, stupid is as stupid does. Name of the business, Servicio de Immigración in Bakersfield. It is a company that provides immigration and naturalization services. For some reason, arsonists decided to take it on. And so the, um, and so, you know, they could be, they could be people that are conservatives that don't want illegal immigrants coming into the country. I don't know, but it's stupid. You don't do things like that. So the ring camera captures them all masked up doing, you know, vigilante type crap dousing the building with gasoline and these idiots decide to ignite it without getting clear on the camera you hear ah they set themselves on fire so are uh, they no longer with us or just crispy nope they're crispy they uh we we don't know um if if they have been arrested yet or not they are heard screaming and running off into the distance. That's probably on fire. Blood curdlingly frightening to see a dude just on fire screaming, two dudes screaming at the top of their lungs. It's probably kind of traumatic to observe. I guess. Or it's justice. I guess in this day and age, you might say they got lit. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. To love it when the old guy drops a relevant bomb out there. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. It's lit. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Look back at the program in 180 seconds or less. It is not an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment that the Republicans couldn't hammer all this out in the month and a half they've had to do it. I don't think for one second it's because of the Freedom Caucus. That's because Kevin McCarthy thought they'd blink. Look, there's a, there's a list of things they want. They don't want retribution. And you know what? I don't blame them. But that's the vindictive nature of the leadership in the House and the Senate. Look at Mitch McConnell. How is he still in charge of the Senate for the Republicans when they lost seats? When he cared more about himself being the the minority leader than winning back the Senate. The hope 
is that this spreads to the Republican National Committee. Rona McDaniel, out. Mitch McConnell needs to be out. McCarthy, we'll see if he bends. We'll see what negotiations took place. At noon today is going to be some great theater if you're interested in watching some C-SPAN. We will be back tomorrow with What's the Beef Friday, some good news, some headlines from the Bee, and more. You have yourself a great day, and thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.